the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and I'll tell you what I've decided to do. What is that? The, you know how my panties are wadded up over the G159 Goodyear tire? Yes. If you have a G159 tire on your motorhome, I will replace them at my cost. You pay mounting and balancing. I'll show you the receipt for the tires. You're going to pay what I pay for whatever brand we decide. And that's how important it is for me to get do my best to get those G159s off the road that have already hurt a lot of people. So I'm just telling you, and here's part of the reason I'm telling them, is they're going to go look and see what kind of tires they have. Sure. And that's the best thing about it is. Hopefully they'll check all of them. Um, but I thought they were recalled, but you're saying only one size was recalled? The 22.5. Okay. Um, w- w- it was it was a, a subtle recall, okay? It wasn't like we're going to notify everybody in the world that we think has, because that's difficult, and in their defense, that's difficult sure. to do. Okay. But it was the 22.5, the 19.5, which we had on the bounders. Mm-hmm. Those, well, those were still a problem, but not anywhere near like the 22.5 um, that... Uh, that, you they know, were carrying heavier loads yeah, and yeah, all that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. So. And, and and they blamed it on inflation and they blamed it on the motorhome was overloaded and they blamed it on the there was no tire maintenance. And all of that today we know is not true at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is in Phoenix. <clears throat> I've known Nate for a very long time. I-17 of Pinnacle Peak Road. He knows diesels and he really is a diehard diesel service repair and he sells lots of parts. So no matter if you have a foreigner domestic light diesel truck, and we're talking about semis and less, then uh, Nate, Nate over at Strictly Diesel might very well be a place that you want to visit and uh, get to know Nate. I've known Nate for a long time. He's a very tall, uh, he's he's good looking, and he has hands like tennis rackets. And when people see him, they know he, they laugh to themselves, but they go, "Yep, Mark said that's right." That's Nick. That's that's Nate. Nate. Yeah. Nate. Nate. Right. Yeah. Nick. You don't yes. know him as well as I no, do. No, I don't. Okay. I've only met him once. I know. I know. Oh, we have a caller. Oh yeah. Oh, good. Good. Who is it? <laughs> Say hello to Dan. Dan. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Have your mother call next, and then maybe your wife. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay. All right. Well, I've got a, a question. It's kind of a little more technical, and it's not on tires or anything. But uh, um, I, I have a small block Chevy I rebuilt. Uh, probably has 500 miles on it. Changed the oil yesterday. Have a little magnetic drain plug, and there was stuff stuck to the magnetic drain plug. And I uh, heard recently uh, that you really should take the um, oil filter and cut it open. So I cut the oil filter open. And I don't see any sparkly things in the paper element, 
But is there any way to look for crud better, like run a magnet over it, or what should I be doing? Well, um, gosh, I, you're telling me, I mean, we did that in the 60s. Um, but you, how many miles does this motor have on it? How many hours? Um, well, probably 500 miles. Um, I'm hour-wise, I don't know. It's, it's a fairly new rebuild. Um, right. And this is only the second oil change. Okay. Well, that, I'm not worried about the oil change, but we're going to shed metal as we polish the rings, polish the cylinders, polish the bearings, the camshaft, the camshaft bearings, the distributor drive on the backside of the camshaft. We're going to shed metal until we polish everything. So I'm not real concerned about what you're talking about. Um, the fact that it's on the drain plug means it caught it. That whatever you see there would have never made it through the filter. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm I'm just I'm 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 of the opinion that if you don't have any knocking noise and that thing ran somewhere around 200 to 220, which is where it ought to be running, and it starts and runs, doesn't drag the starter, and it doesn't have any pre-ignition or pinging, I say you did a doggone good job. But don't worry about the metal. I mean, we pulled metal um, magnet drain plugs out of cars that have 150,000 miles on them, and they're going to have some fuzz on them. But nobody cares. Even my truck. And my wife drives my truck. She abuses the hell out of it. And I know that one of these days we're going to pull that magnetic drain plug out, and half the engine's going to come out. Yep. It's all my fault. Whatever yep. happens to it. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All righty, Dan. Well, congratulations on is this the first time you've built a motor? Oh, no. I, I, this is probably the 10th or 12th small block Chevy. It's just the first time I've, uh, well, this is probably the most money I have invested in a, in a rebuild. But, uh, but it just, you know, after all that work, I'm looking at stuff stuck to a magnetic drain plug, and I'm thinking, okay, is there more somewhere I'm just not seeing? No. Yeah. It, it, w- it would have never made it through the filter. Now, let me ask you, was it a 283, a 305, a 327, a 350, a 400? What was oh. the cubic inches? Of, yeah, I'm, 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 what I'm doing is I'm telling people that there's a lot of designation for a small block Chevy as opposed to a big block Chevy, which is the 396, the 402, and the 454. So I'm just kind of helping everybody understand what a small oh, block okay. Chevy is. Yeah, this is, a, this is a 350, and specifically it's the one-piece uh, rear main seal. Okay. Um, I I got tired of leaky seals, and I came across this engine, so I I uh, uh, spent a lot of time and effort on this. And uh, uh, the funny thing is, it still dribbles a little bit of oil, but not bad. Oh, uh, and and it, it's going to take a little while for it. To, and and right now, you have the most blow by that you're going to have until we polish everything up. So, um, I did. Did you put a PCV valve system on it? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, the right. I, I I like those systems because otherwise uh, the air inside never really leaves the engine or the, yeah. Uh, so yeah that that cycles it. Well, it's it's a it's a vacuum cleaner. It's a vacuum for the engine. So we're going to suck the fumes out of it that contain a lot of air and fuel, and we're going to burn them again. So we have a filter on the passenger side. We have the vacuum on the driver's side. So when we vacuum it, the clean air comes in the passenger side, sweeps through the engine, gathers up all the boogers, mm-hmm. and then sucks them in and burns them and then sends them out the tailpipe. So I, I applaud you for that. Many of the hot rod guys 
that are old and, and gray um, don't believe in positive crankcase ventilation. But um, And they also complain that the engine's leaking and all kinds of stuff. But if, if they, we sucked on the engine then with the PCV valve, then we're in better shape. So congratulations to you. Good job. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Um, and we got another caller. I hope you, your mother calls really in like excited. we told her. Yeah. yeah. Okay, who's next? Well, it's not our mother. It's Matt. Oh, yeah, better not be your mother if it's Matt. That's right. Okay, Matt, what can we do for you? Hey, Mark, I was just uh, listening to your previous caller about inspecting the oil filter. The way that we do it on aircraft, um, small planes actually use the same type of spin-on oil filters, is when we cut the paper media out, we stack the, stack the pleats up so you have a block. Uh-huh. Stick them in a vise, crush them until you get all the oil drip out of them. When you take them out, they're nice and dry and gray, and you can see anything that's stuck in the pleats. Perfect. The other thing we'll do is when you cut the can off, look inside the, the oil film inside the can, take it out to the sunlight, and look at that oil film inside the can and see if you see any sparklies. Uh, suspended in the oil. Yep. Yeah. I. It, th- there's a slight difference in in your task versus our task because obviously the people in an airplane can't pull off to the nearest gas station and get something fixed. But thank you for that. But let me ask you this: What do you think about putting one of those big magnets? on the bottom of the metal oil filter. Have you ever seen actually, that? Be- actually, our, ours have the magnets built into the oil filter. Okay, okay, okay. Now, is that part of your airplane inspection? Yes. Okay. Every, time you do an, every time you do an oil change, um, we cut the oil filters open, pull the, the paper media out, inspect that, inspect the can, inspect the magnet. Okay. You know, How often and we're do you do and we're doing it every 50 hours. Okay. Oh, 50 hours. That's what I was going to ask. How often you did the oil changes? And what weight oil do you use? Um, we actually do have multi-grades now. Um, my own airplane, I run uh, 20 W50. Okay. 20, okay. So 20 cold, 50 hot. Um, yep. Most airplanes will run uh, 50 weight, uh, straight weight oil, uh, detergent are- oil. Those are Fords. Those are Fords. We just talk. Well, our our, our engines are, are designed to run full throttle for hours and hours nonstop, and we're air cool. So we're we're more akin to a Volkswagen. No, yo, I, I and I'm, I'm of course I'm teasing you, but um, <laughs> I was going to say something about you. And, Me. Yeah. Oh, her, her, her motor runs pretty much all the time we're in the car as well <laughs> and yeah because i'm yelling at yeah you she's speaking. yelling at me That's and right. uh, criticizing my driving well thank you thank you for that the, it's it's interesting because when we um go for a motor and we're looking at the inside of the motor we do an oil analysis but we have to do two because we look for growth so if we've got certain amount of metal and 3,000 miles later after we've changed the filter and the oil, we still have that 3,000 
or it's less and less and less. To us, of course, the motor, if it dies, it's not going to be like an airplane right. where you're going to have to find a runway real quick. But when we do a metallurgical test, we're just looking for growth. And so that's kind of our ground level. But I'm uh, 20. Let me just change your vernacular, if you don't mind, or offer you a change. It flows at 20 weight, and it it protects at 50 weight, but the two of them have everything to do with cold weather and hot weather. So it flows out of the can when it's cold, and it doesn't turn to peanut butter, Then and then it still protects you at 50. So it's kind of like a... Uh, uh, a pore point, which is the cold side, mm-hmm. and an oxidation, which is it turns to uh, a black tar. So, and by the way, do you give rides to people on airplanes? <laughs> um, I have taken people. I have a kind of an antique airplane. I have an air coupe, and when I give give someone a ride, I give them a certificate that says I flew the coupe. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. That's now, cute. describe the air coupe. Is it a d- two wing? No, it's a single wing. It's a pre-World War II design, twin tail, okay. side-by-side seating, low wing, tricycle landing gear. Okay, okay, oh. okay. I can picture but, that. Yeah. I can, can, but we, we, we do do oil, uh, oil analysis the same as you guys do on the cars. Okay, all right. Now, do you have a button for an injection seat on that passenger side, just in case you get? No, I'm not too... going with them. Oh, so I was no, just checking. Actually, all I do is I reach over under their seatbelt and roll on the side of the airplane. Oh, oh, that's good. Can you do a complete barrel roll in your airplane? Once. <laughs> Boy, he's got. Uh, that's that's exactly. Um, it, it, there's a lot of things in my world that I can only do once when Renee's around. So I understand. But, but I, I do have something similar. Uh, you brought up last week about uh, someone sucking transmission fluid in. I do have a smoke system. Oh. And I pur- I purposely inject oil into the exhaust to create smoke. Oh, okay. Oh, so when you're that, flying, you leave a, a smoke trail. If if I want, just like what you see at the air shows, that's how they okay. do it. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's admitting to polluting the air that's with burnt right. oil. That's mm-hmm. basically what he's saying. <laughs> oh my God! All right. Anyway, Matt, I got to go, but thank you for letting us tease you, and thank you for educating me and everybody else. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open, and if you got a car question or a comment, or if you want to chew my butt, give us a call. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. 
The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. Yeah. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win. In air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Well, 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, Mark Salem and Renee Salem here. She's decided to stop shopping and come sit and do the radio with me. And I I don't have your mic turned on, so they didn't catch that bad word you just used. Oh, okay. Oh, doggone it. (laughs) All right, we got two shops in the valley, and they're on opposite sides, but they're every bit as good as all the rest. You got Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa, been around since 1970, and Brian and Thelma are second or third generations of guys that have been working on cars and their families and selling gasoline. They're on Mesa, actually, they're on Main Street, just by Mesa Drive. I, I messed that up, didn't I? Um, and I'll figure it out here in just a minute. But east of Stapley, Main Street east of Stapley, I was looking at the other ad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then there's Blackwell Automotive, 40th Street and Greenway. I don't know what I can say about him except that he's ornery. I can say that he really knows older cars really well, and he's really good with newer cars, and um, and I really don't like him, but he's still on my shop. That's Blackwell Automotive at 40th Street and Greenway. Okay, Matt or uh, Darwin, how can I help you? Yes, sir. I have a 1997 Ford E350 V10. Okay. And for almost a year, I've been driving along. With the service engine, yellow service engine light on, but nothing has ever happened. Nothing. It runs absolutely perfect for a Ford. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Is there mm-hmm. any? So, what do you think? Well, here's another example of a guy that should be talking to his wife. <laughs> I mean, you wives know everything there is to know about cars. You want to answer this? No, I don't. You know the answer. Have you had the codes pulled or anything? 
No. No. Okay. What you've what you've got is a SES light, and it's yellow, which means caution, and it's saying the computer is not seeing something, or it's seeing something it doesn't like. And I'm going to give you just a stupid example. Okay, the engine RPM is 2,800 RPM, and of course your Ford will never get that high, but your drive, and, and it looks at 2,800 RPM, it sees your foot throttle, it sees it in drive, but the speedometer is at zero, or the signal from the speedometer is zero. The computer knows that can't happen. Likewise, the speedometer shows 60 miles an hour, and there's no foot on the throttle, or there's a foot on the throttle at 50%, and there's no RPM. So the SES light means, hey, the computer's complaining, it's lost track of something. So you could do what half the people do, go to go to one of the auto parts store and have the three-whiskered kid come out and plug his little chingadera in there and put it to uh, tell you what the heck it is. And, but it, the code does not represent the, the problem. That's the problem with that kind of activity. Oh, you need an O2 sensor. And you have four of them on your car, so let's just put all four of them in. Yeah. After you put four of them in to the tune of two or $300, you'll still have the same code and the same light. Although he'll reset them, it may take a couple of days, but then they'll come right back. So then what happens is is that a guy like me gets a hold of your van, and you have a vacuum line that's come off. So we put the vacuum line back on. We clear the code. We call you a week, a month later. Hey, how you doing, Darwin? Oh, no, fine. No, no more light. So wait a minute. We spent two or $300 on all the, all the oxygen sensors, but really what was happening was is the engine was running lean. It had too much air, not enough fuel, and the oxygen sensor was screaming, I want more fuel. So you just killed all the messengers because all those O2 sensors were telling the truth. That story is just an exaggeration of what's going on, but that's basically it. You'll need to get that fixed before you go through emissions next because they'll catch that and kick you out. So Okay. All righty. Well, good luck to you, Darwin. And I'm teasing you about your V10 Ford, but you know I'm just teasing you. I, I, I'm either a Chevy guy, a Dodge guy, or a Ford guy, and it's just easier to pick on the Ford guys because their panties get wadded up a little because sooner. Because I drive one. And, and because she likes, drives one. Yeah, he That's likes right. <laughs> Ron, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning. Hey, I have a question. Um, I have a, a 2005 F350 Ford, and... Um, it's starting to burn oil, and it's doing all the things. Probably got about four hundred thousand miles on it. Um, what? What do you? What would be a ballpark figure of what it's going to cost me to get this thing taken care of? All right, is it a diesel or gas? Diesel. I'm sorry, diesel. Yes. Okay. Do you know? Is it? Is I think it's a six liter, six point oh. Six point oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't have anything to good say about to say good about that motor. I want to tell you we work on that motor, and I can't tell you the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that those Ford owners with that um, that motor that motor that six liter <laughs> have spent money I hear you. on. Uh, I, I so. To answer your question, you're going to be in the vicinity of eight to ten thousand dollars for a rebuilt motor and installed, and I've already got the oil and the filter and the belts and the hoses and the coolant and all that stuff in there. So, yeah. and I may be a little light depending on the core value of what you have, and I may be a little light. And it's not a van. I heard you say it's a truck, and that's good because we can pull the hood off. Now, most of the time on those six liters, you're not going to want to see us do this. 
but we pull your truck in. We unbolt the body from the frame. We have a special wow. hoist that lives the cab and the bed of the truck up. And then we just roll the chassis out. Zzz, 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 zzz. We put that motor in there, and then we put it back. However, to take the cab off is on and off could cost you eight hundred bucks or more. But it, you save it on the turnaround because it's almost impo- it, It's two or three times normal to do it with the hood open. So, is there? Have you ever thought about buying that new six seven Ford? <laughs> 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 have, have you thought well, about that? <laughs> to be honest with you, I this is one that I I gave to my son, and I, when I got a, a new one in 2015, and um, and and I've been trying to decide whether I want to help him, you know, overhaul this thing or whether I want to get him another one. So, well, so that's he, kind of what I was just. But but you're 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 telling me. I think you're looking at uh, it could be ten grand. Really well, and it could be. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna open up to ten to twelve to thirteen. But but here's the deal: if you got four hundred thousand miles out of the first one, and you know that you did, did some EGR work and you did some engine cool and you got some exhaust leaks and you got turbo problems, yeah 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 um, yeah. If if he drives it like you. And you want to put that much money in it? I think, yeah. But if he's 16 years old and he's got a hairy chest and he shows off in front of girls, this may not be the truck to put him in. I see. So it just kind of depends. But if he's older and gray-haired and he's behaving himself and you still love him and he still talks nice to you, his <laughs> mother, and he's married and got kids, then, yeah, you, you, you could put one in it. The oil usage doesn't bother me because you've been around the world eight. No. 16 times. He said he had 400,000 miles on Yeah, okay. 400. So that's four equators times four. So yeah. you, you've been around the world a lot, so you have to keep that in perspective. Now, if it has new sure. tires and new brakes and new this and new that, and the air conditioning system is new, and, and, and it's really good on the body shop, on the body area. Eh, uh, but on the new six liters, I'm going to backtrack on this one. On the new six liters, a lot of this stuff's been fixed. So a lot of the problem areas that we've had since the uh, mid mid 2000 have been fixed. If you have any other questions, then stay right there, Greg. You'll be my caller next. Ren, I'm going to be back in about three minutes. Anybody else? Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Ron and Greg, stay right there. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
Listening to 960 The Patriot online doesn't mean you have to sit at your desk. If you're on the run, doing housework, or on your drive home, 960 The Patriot is at your fingertips wherever you are or whatever you're doing with the Patriot app. The Patriot stream is now sponsored by Guns Etc., an A-plus company working together to bring you an A-plus listening experience. Download the app today at your app store. It's the best way to listen to your favorite shows no matter where you are. Brought to you by Guns Etc. So, Justin, I was playing that video game, Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water, it looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest, the real forest, where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a uh, pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yes, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother! We can do this together! All right, let's go! Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this! You will rock this! To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the more. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem with my wife sitting here next to me, my partner in crime since 1979 when we opened up our first garage. She signed every paycheck since then. And not missed. since then, not in the last 10 years. Oh, no, I that's right. Yeah. Our daughter, Andy, is running that's the right. store and, and signing right. hey, checks. Okay, let me ask you a real quick question on Ron. Okay. So if it was a really cherry truck on the outside and, you know, nice interior and it was handed down to the family, would you replace that motor in it, the 6.0? You bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. If it does have family history and it was grandpa's before it was uh, Ron's and he's going to pass it to his son and stuff like that, and it's it's something that is is nice and they get compliments from people that walk by them after they get out of the truck when they're going to the grocery store, then yeah, 
I, I put a six liter in it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to tell him though, don't try to upgrade. Don't go to the six four or the six seven because that's a mess. But we have improved, and I probably should have said this. The six liter is quite different today than it was back then. Oh, you did. It was yeah, a huge POS that. back okay. then. So, okay. all righty, <clears throat> Greg, you're up next. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark and Renee. Uh, married, three teenage daughters. Haven't gotten a word in edge- edgewise at dinner for 19 years. <laughs> <laughs> what do you recommend? Just shut up, or anything I can do? No, oh, I, I Mark have. Doesn't ever recommend to shut up. But okay. I am the <laughs> finest marriage counselor there oh, is. Stop it. I mean to tell you, I. Your nose is growing. Yeah. <laughs> by the minute. And how old are they? 19, 17, 14. Well, I think the 17, uh, are all of them at home? Well, yes, sir. 19, 17, 14, probably. Oh, all of them. I was talking about that. <laughs> I'm 19. outnumbered. Okay, all right. <laughs> Me and right. the dog. Okay, fine, fine. Um, is there any possibility that we could sneak a special item on their cars to just kind of keep track of how they drive and <laughs> how fast they go? And, and it'll give you GPS to see if we call them and say, are you almost home, honey? And she said yes, but she's really in Avondale and you live in North Scottsdale. Do we need that kind of control? Or are you looking for my Dr. Phil advice by saying there ain't no way in hell that you're going to get a word in edgewise if you have three teenage daughters and a yappy wife? How did I do? Okay. Wow. I'm I'm doing Renee, that with Renee. Renee, give me something better, Renee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I I don't know what to tell you, boy. I'd just probably shut up. That'd be the best. <laughs> no, we would. Okay. No, now to some extent, uh, our kids are two years apart, right? And so that you know the the fourteen, sixteen, and eighteen. Uh huh. Um. And and and. The the ones that are driving, I mean, if they're going to show honor and, and, and good sense and stuff like that, then I don't know what you can do. But I can tell you what I did for my son. My son's out there drag racing. He gets in a lot of trouble. And I just restricted his Camaro to 35 miles an hour and 25% throttle. Right. And so he can't even go 35 And so the judge says, how long are you going to leave that in there? And I said, as long as it takes, if you'll just reduce that drag racing ticket. And he goes, well, make me an offer. How much was that? How long did he have that in there? How many months? I want to say six months. Six months. Yeah. He couldn't even get on the freeway. Mm -hmm. And and it was a a drag racing ticket at the beginning. He's 16 years old, and I get there, and I am so mad at him because he's right around the corner from the house, and the officer that stopped him is a friend of mine. He says, you better come over here because he's in big trouble. So I'm sitting there talking to him. I'm just chewing on his butt like there's no tomorrow. I'm using bad words. And I go, what were you racing? And he's driving his Z28 Camaro. He goes, oh, it's not important. What are you racing? He points over to this car, and it's a Honda Accord. Honey, it doesn't matter what you race either. So he got it. He got it. Knock it from off. You. Knock it off. I, I I don't know how you're gonna. Um, I mean, have you tried duct tape? <laughs> well, at least they're still talking at me. So I'm I'm happy they're still talking at me. That's okay. Right. Uh, and That's you know right. what else? You just remind them. You might say to them, there is something important for you to remember. I get the last say on who you marry. Not so really. it, yeah, I've, I've I've tried that, Mark. It's not working no for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, how about taking the bathroom door off? <laughs> no, that's kind of cruel. Yeah. No. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't even get dinner. <laughs> there you go. You know, I don't know that I've ever had this question he, on a car he, show. He'd be outside in the doghouse, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, no kidding. No, it, it, none of them have been in jail. 
None of them have been in trouble at school. All of them get good grades, and the ones that are driving have been driving responsibly. What else could you want? Aren't you being greedy by trying to out-talk them? Well, my here's here's my yeah I'm 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 a good lucky man. So okay, my 19 year old's got a 2003 Mazda three, runs great, lots of miles, but the windows click when you the power windows trying to get uh-huh. them to go down. All four of them. So it sounds like the motor's working, switches are all working, but they've got this plastic sounds like a gear spinning, and, uh-huh. and that's on her car. Is that a common failure? Yeah, especially for that old. Um, it it we we used to use this. It was a plastic chain, and I'm thinking you might be having that. Um, I think what I would do is the drive. The driver door is the most important one for the window, so I think I would fix it first, which would give you an idea of what the rest of them would cost. And okay. and the driver's window is obviously the most important one because you know she needs to hand her driver's license to the policeman that just stopped her. So she do can't the, get through the, the drive-through at Starbucks right now. Uh, and yeah, she can't get the, her order at Starbucks. <laughs> she right. has to go in. Um, let me ask you so a question. So is that just a, a, a gear, or is it the whole unit? You have to replace well, the motor, the whole track, everything. It depends. It depends. There's some aftermarket companies that make lots of window parts that wouldn't otherwise be available to you. Oftentimes, you have to buy the whole regulator with the motor in it. But to be honest with you, if you want to know, go to the auto parts store and say, hey, I want a window regulator for this Mazda 3, and ask him for an exploded drawing, pull out your phone, take a picture of it, go home and study it. But... Uh, uh, Thus, gray-haired guys are not afraid of those. On a 1 to 10 scale, this is a one and a half. This ain't no big deal. But here's okay. the good news. The, you can hear the motor. That's good news. So that the transmission and the engine is fine. The regulator's kind of like the transmission, so it's not moving up and down. But between the motor and the window moving up and down is going to be some kind of gears. And most of the time, it's something fragile for this reason. I'm driving down the road, and somebody cuts me off. Renee sticks her head out the window, and she starts cussing at the driver that cut me off. I roll the window up, and it's gonna—it's not going to crush your windpipe because it's designed to uh, fail under those kinds of conditions. And she often does that a lot. So it's, it's going to be fragile. I, I'm closing my eyes, and I'm thinking you've got a plastic tooth belt, and it's broken. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate You're welcome. your show. All right. Good luck. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to uh, talk about cars or talk about your kids, I'm pretty good as a kids counselor, wouldn't you think? I don't know. I don't think you did too good on that last one. But I know. He, he's he got his own sets of problems. He's got three girls. <laughs> that's why he was asking I mean, that's for a your curse. advice. That's a cur- I answered his question about the window regulator. Oh, okay. I answered that. We just had fun on all the rest. Yeah. 602-508-0960. Hey, my name is Steve Woods, and I am hosting a show on 960 The Patriot called The Beacon. It's sponsored by Phoenix Christian, and it's a show where we look at how God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Listen in on Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 o'clock on 960 The Patriot to The Beacon, and be encouraged, hear cool stories from amazing people of things that only God can do for His glory, for the sake of His kingdom, and for the encouragement of those who listen. 
Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station. 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty. The three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us. But our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Well, let's see what time it is. 45 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. I'm Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my wife, Renee. Been business partners in the car repair business, the car rental business, the car wash business. Yep, all kinds um, of business. All kinds of stuff that some of it's failed, some of it's successful. Monkey business. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. monkey business. <laughs> okay, 602-508-0960. Automatic transmission exchange has been around since Jesus was a baby. In 1968, Phil started diagnos- diagnosing transmissions, and back then they were pretty doggone easy compared to today with all the electronics that decide when and how to shift the car. But Phil's got that under control. 40th Street in Washington, you got a transmission problem. Monday morning and Friday afternoons are not a good time for obvious reasons, but they'll take a ride with you and talk to you if you have a transmission problem. Let's go to the phones. John, thank you for holding. How can we help you? Hey, Mark. Love the show. Been listening for a long time. Thank you. And just want, I, I want to ask your opinion on, well, on the last question. The first thing I was going to say was um, I've called over the years a few times, uh, and I kind of felt badly for 
champ the other ways, but then along came Harry. So now I feel okay. <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. but, um, Harry calls my, a my lot, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now I feel fine. Um, yeah. But my observation from listening to you all those years was um, the technicians from a dealer are kind of like your regular doctor where they work on uh, male and female with very similar parts with a few different ones. And you guys, the independent technicians or shops, are like veterinarians where you have to know how to work on A through Z. And um, that was kind of my observation I wanted to make and see what you thought about it. No, no, no. You're right. I mean, that's a great observation. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a, it, you're, you're absolutely right. Elephants to uh, worms and uh, and right. that's by the – it's just uh, – but the the let me take the other side of the issue. All of them have some kind of fuel. All of them's had some kind of ignition. All of them have brakes. All of them have tires. It's the idiosyncrasies of each and every one that are important. But but you're right. No one technician is going to be good on Alfa Romeo to the Mercury Zephyr. Not even me. Not even close to me. Yeah. So and and the guys like BMW guys and Goody over at Goody's Automotive that does Mercedes Benz and stuff, they're really good at that kind of car. But it 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 is one that you know is out there. Lots of them are out there, especially with Goody being in Scottsdale. Yeah, but yeah, we don't see a ton of them, the Mercedes or whatever. Um, the other thing is we usually will get guys from different dealerships or that have come from dealer environments and so it does help us because they can work on a lot of this stuff but they help each other to fix a car that we might have in the shop or something like that we learn from them and they right. learn from us there you go. so if if they get a share and and oftentimes we'll give them cars mm-hmm. like that we gave ron a volvo the other day that was born in what 1850 <laughs> yeah and the horn he, we rebuilt the steering box that came with the the, the shift column it was yeah. unbelievable and then we couldn't figure out how to put this spring in and all this kind of stuff because they came to us in pieces so ron walks over there he goes the wire goes here yeah who would have thought yeah ron and so it it's don't say that oh but i mean he's a great technician oh. but i wouldn't have thought that he would have worked on volvos that old but well, i guess it's just such a basic thing especially back that old. And not only that, it's the fundamentals and the gray hair. Right. All right. It's not going to beat your butt. Right. It's going to he's we're going to figure out the the wire comes up through the column and then there's a connection where it hits the horn. Mm-hmm. And so but we have to fish that down the column and then attach it to the horn and then the question is 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 it a power lead or a ground lead? So you got to check the other wire and okay. there is no other wire so it has to be power. Okay. So otherwise, you'd have to say, well, the other end of this, does it, is it connect to the fuse box or does it connect to a ground? Mm-hmm. But Ron got that. But they answered your question, John. You're, you're exactly right. There's times, remember the guy from that came from the Chrysler store? Don't say it. I was just thinking about the same thing. We've probably only had two technicians that have come from dealers that said, I just can't do this in a multi-car field but he had tremendous air conditioning background he did that's all he worked on was chrysler air conditioning right and we talked to him about tires and brakes and he felt pretty comfortable he lasted like a week or two he just says with all due respect i got to raise the surrender flag because fiat's and tondas and toyotas are just not my ballywick right but no you're right we are veterinarians and and the only difference is is that um in, in in that analogy um 
our cars can't talk to us, uh, like veterinarians can't talk to the horses and the mice and the dogs and the cats. But but when you're working on just one car, um, you, and with computers today, they actually talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. Thank you for that analogy. That's yeah, um, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Veterinarian. What would we call? Is that still a doctor? Can I call myself a doctor? Doctor Vet, you know, no, they, <laughs> wait, but it's a DV, I think it's DVM, a yeah. DVM, yeah, and and that's Doctor of what Veterinary Medicine, I assume. Oh, I don't know. Good guess. Well, and the thing is, is that I write the check to Vicky, our vet, so yeah. <laughs> I know it's a DVM. But oh, um, by the way, if yes. you have horses uh-huh. and you're looking for the best vet in all the state of Arizona, Vicky right. Baumler, right? She's been our vet for how long? Twenty years or more. I'd say 20 years. You know the yeah. hardest thing with work, working with Vicky? What? She could never decide what kind of truck she wanted. I know. Toyotas and Fords and Chevys and Dodges. And she just never could. And she she just never could. I always wanted to buy her trucks because they were always like brand new when they she were. sold them. She changes quite often. And she does. But she puts lots of miles on them. And then she has that big box in the back that has her surgical stuff in it. And it weighs, I don't know, a thousand pounds or more because when we transfer it from one truck to the other, we have to use the forklift. Well, sure. And, but it's got to have like some kind of refrigeration in there because she carries lots of medicine and you know, stuff you're right. too. So yeah, I'm there's... sure that's what makes it heavy. Nope. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm going to start calling my, uh, my I am a veterinarian. You're a of, DMV, yeah. DVM. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, we'll have to work on but, that. Yeah, we got to work. I'm on gonna those, have to get my card. The call letters. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, and then I, I often tell people, um, and and the women enjoy this more than anything else. Is our daughter Andy runs our store, mm-hmm. and this is what her business card says. I'm very proud of her and my son, right. Alan. But Andy is she, she, she. There, there isn't <laughs> <Spit it> out. <laughs> any. There isn't anybody at our shop, any hairy-chested man with greasy fingerprints, that would cross her. No. Nope. But she's the kindest human being in the whole wide world. It's just everybody knows that there's going to be a bark, and then shortly after that, there's going to be a bite. Right. Anyway, her business card says, Andy Salem, CEO, CFO, full-time babysitter for the men at Salem Boys. Uh-huh. And and you know the women gravitate to her, yep, and, they and do. that that's a good description of her job. Her hardest, who's the hardest one she has to supervise? You. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> I was. I Alan. know what you're going to say, but Alan, our son. But between n- you and Alan, she has her hands full, and and she does. <laughs> but her and Alan uh, have joint responsibilities. They do. And so she, Alan has the techs in the shop, and Andy has the front counter and, and all that kind of stuff. But they work. Unbelievably, we are blessed in ways you can't imagine mm-hmm. with respect to to Andy and Alan because um, they've they've just and both of them while they're in their early, late thirties, early forties, they've been in our business for twenty plus years. Yeah, Alan's twenty five and Andy's twenty and over. The, and they tell anybody who asks that they start picking up cigarette butts at our gas station at the, uh, at the uh, mobile station. Yep. And uh, and they all laugh about that. And and then they bring their own kids over there, and I hand them a little the little scooper and a, and a brush, and they don't want nothing to do with well, that. Well, yeah. And people we don't, don't have cigarettes like we used to, but pick up trash. Yeah. Yeah. Your grandkids have all done that too. You are a slave driver. I am. I am. I if they want to be paid they have to work. Oh. Okay? Okay. I mean, folks, it's it's important to know that our marriage has gone on for um 400 decades <laughs> and and we have been well known by our friends and relatives and stuff. I am Jack the Ripper and she is Snow White. If 
if you need a hug or a kiss, you ain't getting it from me. You better go to her. But if you need your butt chewed, all of them will send that person to me. Is that fair? That's fair. That's true. That's true. Raise your right hand and swear that I know that's true. Yeah, I think we were kind of reversing a little bit of our roles, though. When? Now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm getting a little grouchier and you're getting a little nicer sometimes. That depends on who you ask. Okay. Uh, I have a much better relationship now that I'm not the boss of the guys in the shop. Mm-hmm. So I can walk through and say, how's your wife and how's the kids and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and there's just a kind of a different relationship. Sure. But we're still da- we're we're still there a couple of days a week. But the kids are running the store, and it's just been a, a real blessing for us. Mm-hmm. So, and our grandkids actually work there at times. Um, we have Mark and Rex and Lexley and and Josie and um, all of them. And, and it's fun because the people upstairs will say, "Here, take this down to Mark, the service writer, or take this down to Daniel," and they feel kind of really important sure. um, to 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 be involved in. Or go ask Jeff in parts if. Uh, you know, if he has that case of beer for your mother, stuff yeah, like that. No, or go get me a Coke, Josie. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Give me but, a donut, Josie. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. How old is she? Five? Five, yeah. Five years old. Right. And she's the newest member of our family. She belongs to Andy, and because of the COVID thing, and she's been spending some time at the shop. And, um, and she has gone downstairs and learned how to take the cup and get ice and fill it full of Coke for pop. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't fill it full because she she walks up the stairs, so she's a little scared of spilling it. So sure. it's kind of half full, and yeah. I I can live with that. Yeah. Okay, if you have any car questions and you don't want to talk to us at this particular time, you can email me mark at marksalem dot com. Mark at marksalem dot com. I would like it very much if you would give me a phone number, and recognize that I call from a blocked line for obvious reasons. But this morning I spent a good hour calling people back, talking about particular problems that I needed to ask more questions to. So if you leave me your phone number, I am going to ask more questions. And oftentimes I'd like to call you rather than type my fingers to the bone. Yep, he's not a very good typer. Yeah, I got three fingers that work. Mm-hmm. And guess which ones they are. But nevertheless, it's it's just easier. I'm going to have questions, and that's the important part is just the questions part. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate to get in this email dialogue where it turns into five or six exchanges, seven exchanges. So I'd rather just spend 15, 10, 15 minutes with somebody and just get it over with. Mm-hmm. So I answered two calls today, and, and both of them were rather interesting, which were questions that I haven't had in a while. And so it was an interesting, um, should I go by the owner's manual or should I go by, you know, what do you say? And actually I differed from the owner's manual, but he was a low mileage annual car. Okay. And so the owner's manual doesn't take the, the, the bottom 20 and the top 20 or even the bottom 10 and the top 10. Those people are outside of the range. Mm -hmm. They're, they're right in the owner's manual for the the people at 50 to 35 and from 50 to 75. I mean, you have to kind of adjust things after that. I see. So you got Grandma Moses that ride, drives her car 5,000 miles a year. She has a different maintenance schedule than everybody else. Yeah, but so, you still say oil change at least once a year. You're right. <clears throat> you're right. You're right. And every other year we rotate the tires, and yeah. each time they're coming in for an oil change, you check all the fluids, all the belts, all the hoses, check the spare, 
and look for obvious problems that are going to cause problems. Mm -hmm. Steel hanging out of the tire, nails in the tire, brake lines that are leaking, oil leaks, batteries that are corroded, that kind of stuff. The oil change is more than just draining your oil, replacing the filter. It's a complete inspection. And the inspection is, will this car go another 3,000 miles, 5,000 miles? We don't have a crystal ball, so we can't tell you for sure, but we can look at the obvious stuff. And the obvious stuff helps us to help us that my industry, not right. just us, my industry, helps us tell you what you're faced with. Yeah. And we hope all of you guys have a great Easter weekend and, and, with your and family. F- from our family to yours, God bless you, and thank you for spending your uh, Saturday with us.